Hello, welcome to the World Cafe Podcast. This podcast has been designed with curated content that centers on the power of words. Can we really do anything without speaking? Can we really do anything without the agency of words? Yes, that is what this podcast is all about. And I am your host, Amakri Isoboye, your neighborhood word trader. I believe in the power of words, for it is the unit of creation. I trade in words to profit my world. Hi there. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good everything. Wherever you are listening in from, I mean, on the planet today. Yes, this is the World Cafe Live Show. I'm super excited. Yes, do you, I'm sounding a bit, a little bit calm. I'll, you know why I'm sounding calm because I have someone so special. You know, I have seen this individual grow. You know, like grow in what we are about to discuss. You know, in the branding and communication space, and I'm so so glad you get to meet him now. I will allow him do all the introductions, and you know, we go and we jump in right in there and start talking. Who is this person? Let me bring him on so that you see his face. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's the name. You know, each time we see his name, a lot of us were like, is this guy in Nigeria or something? (laughs) True, true, true. I have to be honest with you. He is a Nigerian. Perez Tikidam, that's his name, Tikidam. You know, Perez, how you doing? Very well, I'm fine. I'm good. And you? Pretty, pretty, pretty well. What's up? What's happening in Lagos? Well, we're there. It's weekend. We're resting as usual from the That's Monday to Friday chaos of Lagos. Ah, good. You know, before before I brought you on, as in after discussing with you, and I was like, okay, let me go check up this guy's name, as in Paris. <laughs> you know, we, we know the name very well, but I want to check up the name and see people bearing <laughs> that name, Paris. And amazingly, almost everybody I saw with that name are into the arts. Wow. They're either singing, they're either singing, they're either, I mean, painting, drawing, playing soccer or something. I was like, well, okay, yeah, this, well, name, this name has to do with uh, a lot of creativity and all that. <laughs> so I'm not surprised at all. Perez, you're welcome. So who is this Perez? Let's hear from Perez. <sighs> okay, I'll um, keep it short. Um, you've called the name already. My name is Perez Tikidam. Um, I lead the brand strategy team at um, Aden and Newton. Um, Aden and Newton is a 360-degree um, brand and marketing um, strategy consultancy. Um, basically, work across all the communications verticals from um, brand strategy, marketing, um, public relations, um, crisis communications. Just, just name it. Um, the entire gamut of um, of communications um it's 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 something we've been able to do as an organization being able to build ourselves across all the verticals compared to what you'd have in the industry where you have people who say okay we do traditional communications we do digital mm-hmm. communications or we do pr and everything um I, I think that this is as a result of our experience got garnered over the years and all the different um, type of clients we've, we've worked with. Um, so for every period, the, the way we literally operate is 
um, for every time period, we have specific things that we are focusing on, new things that we are focusing on um, for that period. And it, it could be a year or two. And the moment we, we, we are able to do that, we establish what we would call like a new expression within the company, which is what you'd see like a subsidiary. So we would establish a new expression. Reason being that um, we've seen that the work in our industry has evolved radically um, over the last um, few years where um, there's literally no need for the dichotomies that exist within the communication space anymore. So rather than say, uh, oh, we do digital, we do traditional, we do PR, we do crisis, we do advertising, we do marketing. What we basically sort of focus on, because we are, we, we love to say we are a strategy first um, organization. So what we usually would want to focus on is what is the problem on the table and what are the tools, what are the solutions needed? So we think solutions, we don't um, think verticals in terms of we are this or we are that. So I, I think uh, maybe we'll, talk, we'll touch on that a lot more. Um, I like the way you put that, we think solution. (laughs) (laughs) We envisage, no, the problems are there, no problem, but we think solutions. Now, before we go into the nitty gritty and all that, how did you discover, because I know, like I said earlier, I've I've been with Perez or I've been around Perez for a while now, way back in school. You know, Perez love, uh, he loves that creative environment. He's always involved in creativity and all that, but I never knew you were going to branch into branding and all that. How did it begin for you? Well, I think it was just um, natural. This, okay. um, it's now that you're asking the question I'm, and I'm doing a quick math in my head, it just occurred to me that this is actually like an 18-year journey because exactly. this, this started like 2003, 2004. Uh, Thereabout. Uh, yeah, so it's it was just... At, it started at first as curiosity mm-hmm. uh, like okay I, I see a lot of attractive things around how are they done how are they done I just started asking that question and then trying to just see understand how things are happening and then started learning um, okay. how these things happen and then so from curiosity I would say it, it sort of moved if I if I'm to plot like a map a trajectory it mm-hmm. sort of moved from um, the level of curiosity into being a passion and from a passion mm-hmm. being a business and moving from a business now I think for me I'm at that point where I think about projects as lifetime investments legacy these are the okay. things that I want I want my name to be associated with so I've moved from from I'll say over through a timeline of uh, curiosity, passion, business, and for me now, it's it's um, legacy. So that sort of helped um, shape how my career has been defined um, over the years, the kind of things that I do. Uh, and let me state this, uh, the very starting point for me when I say um, curiosity before passion okay. was, I started out purely as a graphic designer. Okay. That for me was an entry point. I was just curious about how things are put together in a document, in prints, and everything. Um, and then I started trying to okay, let me learn how this thing is done. 
and, and started learning and everything. For me, at the at that point, it wasn't really this is business and everything. I just mm. it was just something I loved doing, and then it sort of shaped um, even my um, educational background. So okay. what a lot of people don't don't even know is that before I got into school, before I gained admission into the university, I actually spent about seven years at home between Sorry. writing. Sorry, let me understand that as an after SSE um, yes. senior secondary, as we call it in Nigeria, you yes. spent seven years at home. Yes. So as at the wow. point you guys were seeing me in Uniport, Uniport. seven years at home. And I think it was just, um, I don't know. I, I Sometimes I want to say that youthful thing, but I'm, I'm not sure exactly if it is because I think that that decision has sort of um, defined and shaped uh, where yeah. I, I find myself today. I yeah. insisted that if it's not something that had to do with communication, I wasn't going to take up any admission anywhere. There oh. are opportunities to go do anything, different causes here and there and everything. But I always said I just wanted to do something I knew that I could get involved in because it's very difficult to sustain my attention on things that don't interest me. Mm. So what was the point of going into school to go do something I know my heart was not going to be in? So I actually got admission to study communications in school. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you Which, just you just expressed yourself like a traditional <laughs> artist like the and the rest of them. If it is not this, forget about it because my attention will just wane over time. But I need something that I can focus on and bring out the best in me. Beautiful. Yeah, because at that point in time, I was beginning to just figure out that, okay, there are certain things that sustain my attention. So why don't I just give it um, the required attention needed so I could actually build something around it? And even at a very young age, I realized that my passion for something was actually very contagious and it controls me. When I'm, when I'm passionate about something and I say I'm going to do this, I usually never would consider the lim- limitations. So in fact, my colleagues sometimes would usually tell me that, look, they don't even know how they work with me because I can just wake up one crazy morning and I say, okay, you know what? The next place of conquest is in Tanzania and we are going to go there. I don't know how we are going to do it, but we are going to go to Tanzania and we would host the largest conference that would have people from across 20 different countries. It sounds like madness, but if I know what's happening, we are in Tanzania. I think you should know that uh, sometime in 2019, we went in Rwanda. It exactly. exactly. I'm I followed, I've, I've been following you and what you're saying is just so, so true. It's like sometimes I just yes, look so at you like on I, social media. I, I used to be that crazy. Maybe now I'm a lot more relaxed, calculated. Love, love, love has opened your eyes to so many things, maybe. <laughs> exactly. That's what happens when you become a family man with children. You become a lot more calculated. <laughs> exactly. Well, well uh, back to where I was. So I got into mm-hmm. school and then I started doing um, doing graphics, but I think that it was at that point, uh, I think in my second year, that I realized that, okay, I know exactly where I'm going to channel this thing into and how useful it could be. Because at that point in time, I didn't see doing graphics, um, graphic design as a business or as something I wanted to build my life around. So I, I was... Mm-hmm just telling myself that I see this as a tool 
Mm. But it took for what exactly? I didn't know. But I was just moving with the flow. I was still in school, studying communications, trying to understand it as much um, as I could, even if at some point I almost got rebellious uh, with school because I just felt some of the things I heard in class were just outdated and out of place. Um, I was always sneaking out of school to go spend time in Lagos. So I, I, I was already sort of exposed to what was happening in industry, even as a young student, uh, what was happening in industry, the advertising industry and stuff. And then I think in my second year, it sort of turned into business. I was in a fellowship. Um, fellowship needed the service. I did it. And then all of a sudden, every fellowship around campus, every organization yeah. around campus, the SEG and everything. And then it turned into a business but something sort of um, changed um, how the career trajectory moved from that point so I think I had this um, elderly friend who asked me um, then I think I was in my second year or so asked me um, do you know stuff around about branding this is this was like early two, the 2000s and stuff I'm like no not really I don't and stuff so he gave me a book by Lakey Alda way back Stop, 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 stop. You know, before you called that name, I was yeah. about telling you, you fall within the space of Lake Alder. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, honestly. Yeah. And I just like, let me allow him land and I'm going to tell mm-hmm. him something. And before that thought just, and you called his name. Mm-hmm. I mean, amazing. Go on, go ahead. I've funny enough, I've met him just once and this was in 2005. Since then, we've yeah. never met him until date. He's an enigma. 2005. So I read his book and while reading his book, I wasn't reading it because I was trying to understand what my senior friend had told me about branding. I was intrigued by his mind. Mm. And I began to ask myself, how do people think like this? If I wanted to learn how to think like this, what's the usefulness? How do I apply it? Mm. I asked those questions then, but had no answer and just moved on. Um, I never got back to finding out if I ever answered that question, but I think along the line, naturally, I got into that space. So um, I graduated from school and even before graduating, um, you've known me back then, I'd already set up a business. Yeah. Um, a studio in school and then yeah. after school um, the, the next thing I did was spend some time um, sort of um, doing a deep dive trainings, yeah. um, immersing myself, getting to understand um, what this was all about deeply um, I would call it the business of ideas at that point for me um, okay, how do you come up with ideas, how do you push this idea so at that point in my life, I, I think the next five years after school was just coming up with one idea, executing. I had, mm. I had the energy, I had the passion. Um, I, 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 I was a hundred people in one at that point in time, because I could take things from point A to point Z with mm. the energy of a hundred people at the same time. I, can, I, can I, was project, I was a project manager. I could follow things. Um, the details and everything from one point yeah. to the other and everything and then i just realized that okay this actually helped um the way i could sort of design something experiences and being able to take that experience from the point of creation to the point of consumption 
where mm-hmm. people are able it's it's able to shape um people's businesses it's able to shape um people's lifestyles able to shape people's behavioral patterns able to shape people's um consumption patterns and stuff so different mm-hmm. aspects but what um i think made the difference was when i started understanding that at a point in my career i'd moved on beyond being a creative so it it was a transitioning process that at first i didn't understand what exactly mm. was happening and mm. then when i understood it i tapped into it and deployed it in such a way that i think that's what usually um used to amaze a lot of people i used to know this person as a now i'm seeing this person as why how did that happen he, from he has evolved exactly to this point so i meet some people sometimes and short of words we are unable to have conversations because they are trying i, I most times i figure out that in their head they are trying to process mm-hmm. they are trying to process what exactly has happened between who i used to know and who i'm and, seeing now if we can still have the same type of conversations that we used to have and what what is that change what is that difference that sort of happened i i think I, um when you were talking when you reached out you said you were going to use um have some time to talk to like young people get into the space yeah. um got also touch on that a bit but i think that what made the difference was when i began to evolve from being a creative person to being okay. um a strategy person Mm-hmm. that these are two distinct fields in brand management okay. um how that happened was i think i was in orange academy uh 2010 or 2011 i'm trying to remember but i went in there as a creative person yeah um did all the stuff student stuff learning brand management brand experience design and stuff um but something happened um at the end of the program when they were giving awards Yeah. I awarded the best strategy student. Okay. Now, this is someone that has been recognized and awarded the best strategy student, but I was confused. What are they talking about? What is this <laughs> best strategy student thing they are talking about? It took me a while because before I truly understood that. Yeah. And sort of wore it like mm-hmm. the garment and then this is what differentiates me. Um, okay. in the industry and what is that uh, how do you describe um, strategy strategy means different things across different industries true But in in my line of work you get to a point where you realize that brand management brand strategy is actually mm-hmm. critical to organizational strategy to business strategy so you have a board of a multinational yeah. saying that okay um there's this ongoing major acquisition that we need to do we are buying this company or this company is buying us how are we going to evolve from what we've always been to the to new company we that we be. need to become because we are merging with another company what yeah. uh how do we need to talk about um um how cultures across these different organizations are going to get in sync how do we express ourselves to people as a new company and all of that so this is where you have that handshake 
between corporate strategy, business strategy, mm-hmm. and brand strategy. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, what you're basically trying to do is to be able to evolve a new personality, a new company that people yeah. will meet with. People do not buy products. People do not engage with your company. People do not engage with your organization. People engage with the experiences that they derive from Very your correct. Very so correct. There's, there's that need for that understanding of how to get people to understand, engage, accept, and have the right experience. So when you hear things like uh, people say uh, our company's brand promise, you're making mm. a promise. Someone has an expectation. The consumer has yeah. an expectation of your company. Now, yeah. at that point where promise from the organization, expectation from the consumer has a handshake yeah. where brand is created. So yeah. how can you, as a brand strategist, help the organization from this point to that midpoint where they have that interface with the consumer? Yeah. So what that basically requires is that you can no longer be just a creative person for the sake of creativity. creativity. You now have to be a business person. You now have yeah. to be a numbers person. You need to yeah. be able to take... Um, an organization's annual report or financial report over the last five years, Yeah. sit down, read it, digest, and be able to take out something that mm-hmm. helps you shape your um, your decision-making, that helps yeah. you shape your strategy and everything. You need to be the mm-hmm. kind of person that can take up a research around the market mm-hmm. and be the insights that you have. So if you're not, and this, this is where a lot of creative people can actually not function. You 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 just sorry 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 for cutting cutting in there. You just took it to the next level. As in the, the question I wanted to ask about the young people, how you're young, no doubt about it, age wise. But in terms of uh, presence and experience, you're not in this field. So we have this impatience or lack of understanding. And from what you're explaining now, I mean exactly what. I think is needed, you know, for the young minds, understanding the business of branding. And basically you're talking about strategy here, you know, go on, go on. Yeah. So I I think it's, um, it's actually um, critical and very um, fundamental. So I think that for those who know, I've always loved to be, um, I'm a back end person. Mm -hmm. I like to be where, all the puzzles happening, things are happening where the thinking is happening and not be at the forefront. Um, I can help you shape media, but you'd rarely find me um, in front of the cameras. But Mm -hmm. I think that one of the key things that um, I think key projects that I took up that got people talking and everybody was like, okay, who is this guy? We need to meet him, companies, CEOs, Mm -hmm. um, reaching out. And then I, I find it that I've actually done way bigger projects way bigger Mm -hmm. than that but just because this was a company that was actually quite popular and renowned uh Mm. got more attention than usual so uh i think you know what i'm talking about um 40 40 oils um evolution to adova plc yeah so yeah so when otedola was selling um the company the whole acquisition was happening Mm -hmm. uh we were brought in as the strategy consultant, brand strategy consultants on that project that helped translate 
the company or transform the company from that 60 year old company that we we've always known starting from the um, days of um, British Petroleum yeah. BP to AP to Fuller Oil and everything and down to where we are right now so um how do you transform a company of over 6 decades or 5 decades yeah and prepare that company for the future so it was one of the projects that we took up that I would say was actually was okay proof proof of um, proof of performance or proof of competence um, okay. in an industry or sort of putting a stamp on the industry mm-hmm. if I say mm-hmm. so um a stamp in the industry where today I can boldly say I'm a leader in that space um not because it was the first time or the even the 10th time we are doing something mm-hmm. of that nature but um it got the the uh, an unusual media attention and also won us about three global awards Mm. Um now before we got on board that project a very exciting to see was that a foreign consultancy was brought in in that as in that aspect of our role uh after yeah. a couple of months they couldn't they couldn't hack it because for projects like that there are certain local nuances um, yeah. that shape the outcomes of the project and when that project came for me I think it was just what you would say preparation meets opportunity. opportunity two months two months before that i had lost a pitch we had pitched to rebrand another oil services um company um which had invested so much time money resources uh because i believe so much in research so we mm-hmm. had done a lot of research invested money in a space because it's you need for every industry and that's the peculiarity of our work for every project you conclude every industry you work in you get to understand so much about that industry that you can actually consult on that industry for someone else so we have done a lot of research on that space um oil and gas and everything projections for the next 10 15 years what's going to happen in that industry downstream yeah. upstream midstream who was who were the players what's going to happen and um, we weren't given that project i think it never happened actually even after we were told that someone else won because we looked around nothing has happened after almost um, four years so mm. i was i was sort of sad and depressed after that period and yeah. then on this sudden uh, on this day i i was actually sick on a sick bed when a call came in and said hey man there's a project on the table are you mm. interested would you be interested in pitching i said what's the project and then he mentioned i'm like I'm, i've done it already <laughs> it's done already and guess what that very day i got up dressed up i was sick i got up dressed up managed to carry myself into a cab and when there yeah. i got into the company and i was sleeping on the above table <laughs> that's how sick i was but i was just waiting oh. i was like this was the opportunity um for me so they came and briefed me and said okay this is actually very urgent we are doing this blah 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 uh we've had struggles it's been more than 3 months we've not been able to hack this um and we have 2 weeks we have a 2 weeks um timeline to be able to i said you know what give me 3 days i'll come back to you with a strategy framework would hack this You're like it's not possible we've been on this thing for i said don't worry give me 3 days and because i was already armed with a lot of in-depth research yeah. research that you won't necessarily find data around but we've mm. done 
that uh, paid for invested our resources and it sort of helped me and everything so we did and by monday we had sent in our first um, strategy notes to say okay this is our direction this is our thinking this is what we think the company needs to do this is where we think the company needs to um, focus on everything and monday we are invited for a meeting it's it felt like it was magic happening and mm. everything and we were given the project like look you've already done 80% of the work. This is it. We are announcing you um, as the lead um, brand strategist for this project and we, we are brought on board. But that's where the actual work started. So mm. imagine trying to um, compress information yeah. on a particular company of over 50 years. Yeah. So we had to go into like archives I understand. Reading, reading materials, like we came out of a warehouse and we are looking all brown with dust and everything because we had to gather with all these those old age newspapers exactly. and all that. Reading every damn thing from 1940s, 50s, how this company and everything because we needed to be able to understand where the company was coming from, coming from the popularities of the industry they are getting in today and how to mm-hmm. play. So yeah. everything we had to shape down. So today you would see a lot of the activities that they do now. They try to um, um, position as a sustainability-driven company and everything mm. that yeah. uh items picked from brand strategy oh we are sustainability driven company you do this so we did everything down to the naming of the company we came up with the name and deep right within the meaning the concept of the name itself the entire um, corporate strategy brand strategy was compressed and hidden right inside of that name so the name itself now yeah yeah, so it's Adova PLC now. Adova. All oh, right, sorry, Adova PLC now. And if you put the Adova and the way it's been used now, they, they simply write it as AP, because mm. part of the brief that we had was to be able to connect the company back to back. its heritage, connecting mm. it to its heritage. So mm. we had, we, we, it it was like a web that we had to meander our way around and being able to come up with something. And I think it was very difficult. Um, to come up to say, okay, this is what we've recommended. This is how we think that a Nigerian company needs to play. This is where the energy um, industry around the world, how it's evolving. And this is how you need to tap into the global conversations happening in that space. So we got an email saying that, okay, fine. What you've done at the management level is fine, but you'll be presenting it to the board. That was the first time in my career I was hearing that I had to present to a board, not the management board. and CEO level. Usually yeah. to end at CEO level, but this yeah. was so critical that we had to present to um, the entire board and everything. And I got in there shivering. And then we started doing the presentation and they didn't wait for us to say, okay, go and come back, review this and everything. Like I was stunned to my soul when the board chairman actually stood up and applauded <laughs> and that was where the everything was adopted signed on sealed and everything and it was radically a career shifting um, you, would moment. you call that your would you call that your mona lisa moment now well i don't know like like i said earlier we've mm. done stuff 
that yeah. were more complicated, bigger projects than that. But there was just something around that time. It was more like a timing thing. There was just something timing. around, cool. yeah, around that time. And we had not even finished that project. Five days from from that particular day of the presentation, we got a similar project. Whoa. We got a similar project to take on another oil servicing company and just tear it apart and reshape it and then sort of position. So when, when I'm talking to young people these days, this is always a question I'm asking. Are you willing to go through that process of actually doing the hard work, getting into the hard part of the work? Because I remember sometime, I think that was um, 2016, mm. I mean, this lady at some public function and we are talking what do you do blah 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 we became friends and after a while she she said something she said you actually don't dress and talk and act like people in your industry and i'm like how so oh. because they are usually fashionable and i told her i don't do motivational speaking someone <laughs> someone going all out being all fashionable and telling you yeah. about branding that's not what i do um i'm a technician let me put it that way i'm a technician and i'm more focused on thinking about my client's business than being yeah. fashion um than being um out there in the media mm. and stuff and everything so it most people are unable it's it's not it's not sexy enough to do this part mm. of the work True. so people are more interested in um, the sexy stuff, the flashy like stuff, um, the things that you do that's out there. So I, mm-hmm. I think even at a younger age, um, I used to be, be a lot more fascinated by the creative stuff. Oh, we did this, mm-hmm. I branded this company, this identity, this logo and stuff. But now, ah, I'm not I'm not sure how, and that's why you rarely, um, even if you go on my social media timelines, you rarely see me pushing out a lot of stuff about the work I do day to day. Yeah, yeah, on my on my social media timeline. That's because I'm more concerned about this business that I worked with um, six months ago. Mm. Where are they today in terms of their financials? Okay. I want to be able to see how how has my work impacted on on where they are today in business. Have they moved up ten percent? Have they moved up twenty percent? How what share of markets do they cor- um, currently have? Do they currently control? So. Um, this points me back to when I talked about moving from curiosity to passion to business and now to, yeah. to legacy because I want to be able to look around and, and, and I'm proud to say, oh, I shipped this company, I've shipped this company, I've shipped this company. Now I can do that um, mm. across, literally across every industry you could think about. I've done work from investment banks to energy to law to banking just name it to politics. <laughs> just name it. Yeah, I've done work across every um, vertical you could think about. So it's not just about the sexy stuff now, you know, in the industry. But his aim is legacy. I mean, four, five, six, seven years, or twenty years from now, what would it be like when you look at that particular uh, company or that brand, and all you just think about is Paris? his hands being seen in all that stuff. Go ahead, Perez. Yeah, so um, so I think that one of the things that sort of shaped how 
personally and also as a company, I was able to evolve across a lot of verticals. So today I have executives that I consult for on their executive image management, uh, Mm -hmm. reputation management, companies we do crisis communications for, Mm-hmm. marketing and everything um in the course of doing a detailed and elaborate brand strategy work that's there's no how you will do a solid work that doesn't touch on all of these things True. because you need to be able to define corporate voice corporate speak how to respond in this area how to do your marketing yeah. your reputation management and then also how to position your executive in your company um, mm-hmm. as a leader in his industry. So we just got um, clients who would say, okay, you know what? Rather than do just one component and move on, why don't you just come on board as a communications consultant and then being able to take things end to end? Because we've, we've mm-hmm. done all the documentation that end to end, this is what you need to do. Yeah. And people are saying, no, there's no need just making these recommendations. Come do it. And that's how we got there. So at every point in time, we got into different um, verticals and then we sort of create an expression within. Um, two years ago, a client said, okay, you wrote um, a script, an idea for um, storytelling, branded content and everything. Why don't you do it? And then we got into big budget filmmaking for companies. Yeah, the moment we did the first one was very successful. There was a lot of talkability. It was viral in the market and everything. That's how we created a production company. Whoa. Dedicated doing that work. We yeah. had instances where companies were under fire. Um, something has just happened. Um, they are being there's negative press around them and everything, and then. They are calling, oh, can you offer us any support? Now, we had a lot of um, friends, relationships, and the media and everything. And then we step in to try to stem the tide and then um, override the negativities with positive stories, positive image. And then companies are saying, okay, why don't you just come on board and do this? And then we establish a new vertical dedicated mm-hmm. to doing that. So we call that the reputation craft. That's uh, a specific business okay. line. Um, I think that ultimately the unique thing is your ability to think I'll I'll, I'll say systems thinking being able to look at the overall picture look at the organization and think about how one event shapes every other thing shapes their decision making shapes the culture, shapes the human capacity um, development with uh, within the company and talking about human capacity de- development for every time we've ever done a very thorough and elaborate brand transformation project for a company one yeah. of the key things we've always made huge re- recommendations on and even get on board doing like the, the trainings and stuff is in the area yeah. of human capital. so we usually would do what we call brand acculturation and even mm-hmm. assist from in designing like culture manuals um, mm. Because we realized that um, when I started speaking, I talked about branding being not about your products, not about your company, not about your organization, but about the, the experience culture. that you mm-hmm. give out there. So yeah. one of the one of the deal breakers 
for this experience is when you do not have a culture that can serve as a viable uh, foundation or a platform to sustain um, the experience that you're designing mm-hmm. out there. So you have people who in there, and that's why sometimes um, not all communications is taken seriously. You're saying, oh, we are this, we are X, Y, Z, we are the best in this, we are the best in that. But within, you don't have a system that helps create that experience that you're telling people that you are. So what people are getting is actually very different. And you can see it with what happens with the banks. Mm. Most of them to produce some of the most expensive ads out there and everything, but the service is broken. The experience is broken. So how do we think through all of these processes? So as a brand person, you need to be able to understand technology because Mm -hmm. today, in today's business um, world, it has permeated and shaped everything we do within business. You need to be able to understand um, things around finance. Yeah. You need to be able to understand things around valuations, things around... Like, these are not usually things that a creative person would bother themselves about. That's exactly and everything. But if you are trying to make a difference, these are the things that you need. So for me personally, it was a journey of... I want to understand these things. I want to learn how it's done because I want to be able to, uh, and and this is me. I can be I can be very frank, irrespective of who is in the room and who I'm talking to as a client. And yeah. to an extent, I'll say it's one of the reasons my client like me because if your business is shitty, I'm going to tell you that your business is shitty. Um, mm-hmm. I've looked at your financials, and I do not think that where you are headed that this business will be sustainable in the next five years. And I need to be able to prove why I'm saying that. I am looking at your numbers. I'm looking at the activities of today. And I'm also looking at the realities of the market. What's mm. happening in the market, the data available out there and everything. And they don't tally. They are not in sync. So I should be able to. And that's what makes the difference when you're able to go to the table and help reshape because your work is not to come do all the flashy stuff package the business good branding good logo good marketing good advertising good films and all of those things Mm. 30 days down the line those things will be forgotten but what will not be forgotten is what actually shapes the day-to-day operation of the business the the experience people get the bottom line decision making of the management and everything and and to an extent um i think this is where i would say even if it sounds like um, i'm hyping someone who was my client i think this is one of the instances where i really liked the um the ceo of adova that we worked with at the time um so he made sure that he integrated all of his decision making corporate decision making into the work yeah. that we are doing mm-hmm. nothing is standing alone so some some ceos don't get it so they will think that there's what what what's happening there is is for marketing the guys in marketing and, and communications has nothing yeah. um, to do with this so they are making um taking decisions planning and everything that's going left the guys who are trying to shape the perception of the of the business in the market are thinking right. 
So <laughs> these two things are not together. So then you would see the CEO, two of midnight, he sends a message, Paris, this is what I'm thinking. Oh, this is what's happening. Oh, we just got this deal um, with XYZ in, in Germany. Um, mm. I'll be flying out with the, C, uh, with the CFO tomorrow. This is what we are thinking. This is how we would need to position. What do you think? How does it fit into all of this? Where does it come in? And that's why I think that that project was actually really successful because mm. there was management think and there was brand think all on the table. Everything was put on the table and we were able to sort of um, synchronize uh, where we were all headed. So you see the company today. Uh, I feel proud, even if uh, we are not out in day-to-day activities. Sometimes I see them on social media saying, okay, um, we are doing XYZ, sustainability plan, this, that, and I'm like, okay, I'm really excited because for me, I just, I, I, I'm passionate about things around how the world is evolving. Um, I want to, even if we are in Africa, I want to be able to see us live beyond or do business, run beyond businesses beyond the complexities we find in our environment. So when you look around um, the world, what's happening? Uh, What's all the conversations around um, cleaner energy um, 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 about? The world Mm. is agitating to move away from fossil energy and all of that um, yeah. how does it affect us how does it um, impact on the work that we do here in africa you need to be able to understand when geopolitics comes into your work oh guys i know you've been enjoying the conversation like myself you know i've just been quiet listening to parents because he is he is loaded when it comes to communication and branding and you will agree with me bringing him on the show was not a bad idea you know Mm, i've had awesome time i don't know we just lost him for a bit there let's see if we can get him back you know so he has said so much so he's just trying to unpack them but what got to me so much was that aspect of solution thinking you know you're not just say you're into branding beautiful but you are not just the design person the creative person as it were alone but you go into the strategy understanding the nitty-gritty what comes you know from uh behind what drives the engine so to say and that is what perez has done for us this evening oh i mean we've had such an amazing 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 time you know thank you for being there I need to end it here because I guess Perez has one other, I mean, some other things to catch up with too. But let me make you this promise. I'm going to bring him back on the show. Yes, I'm going to bring him back so that we have more discussions. Yes, within the space. You know how we do it on the show. This is the World Cafe Live Show. And I'm your host, Amakri Isoboye. Till I come your way again. You know it. Bye for now. beautiful before we sign off i just want to encourage you yeah it's been a wonderful time and also i'd like to hear from you your feedback you know you've been listening to the word cafe podcast i would love to hear from you the feedback if you have any questions yeah you go ahead and ask those questions you can reach me at my 
email address amakri garibaldi at gmail.com amakri is a-m-a-c-h-r-o-e-e g-a-r-i-b-a-l-d-i at gmail.com yeah and uh, we'll get back you know how we do it on the show thank you Art for time it has been with you on the word cafe podcast today thank you for being there you can catch me up on my social media handles Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, all at Amakri Isoboye. Also, you can get copies of my books, A Cocktail of Words, The Color of Words, and my HRO Notebook on Amazon and on Robin Heights online bookstores. You can also subscribe to my YouTube page at the same address. Yes, till we see you again. Bye for now.